JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Tuesday, February 7th, 2017. All right, folks. Isaac, you know, I love you. Love the music. I just can't talk. Wow. Knicks, last night, were down 27 points in the second quarter to the third worst team in the NBA. Knicks fall to 22 and 31. A season worst nine games below 500. Lakers improved to 18 and 36 under Luke Walton. 121-107. Carmelo has 26-19 in the first half. Lou Williams had 22 for the Lakers. Nick Young had 17 and five rebounds. Hey, Joakim Noah, he thinks the team can make the playoffs. He doesn't think they should do any rebuilding yet. Believe the team can still make a run. Now, since December 7th, the Knicks lineup hasn't been intact 19 of the 31 games. Now, they are the sixth healthiest team in the NBA, and they rank 25th in man games missed this season with 52. They're now 5-2 and two without Joakim Noah in the lineup. Anthony's played 51 of 52 games this year. Oh, that was before tonight. This was game 53. But going to the game 51-52, now it's 52-53. Rose played last night. He's missed nine. Porzingis, eight. Lee, five. Jennings and Justin Holiday have not missed any games this year. The Lakers had lost 12 in a row on the road. 12. 12. And, you know, Phil, as president of the Knicks, had been 5-0 and against the Lakers. Now he's 5-1. and Carmelo, 10-17, shooting five assists. They play the Clippers on Wednesday. Porzingis misses first six shots, one point in first half, 15 for the game. Rose at two for eight, shooting five points, three assists. Knicks, 37% shooting, not counting Anthony. They were nine for 36, the starting five. And one thing... Anthony said his word for how they played was a lack of effort. Hornacek said pride. Effort, pride, both weren't there tonight. That's what Anthony says. And I love, you know, I love Brandon Jennings. He says, you can't coach effort and energy. He said, that's something we should all have. We all make millions of dollars playing this game for the, and he said, the least we can do is go out there and play hard every night. And and he said he said you know we're right there in the, he, hey him and no we're right there in the playoff hunt and we're just letting games slip. It's not about making shots. It's about it's not about anything like that. It's just about playing hard every night. Our D is trash, trash. He said, folks. I tend to agree. You're going up 121 points to a 17 now an 18 win team. Something's not right. And Porzingis says it's kind of like everyone is uh, playing for himself a lot of the times. Knicks have lost four or five. Three teams ahead of them and they're two and a half games from the eight seed. You know what? They're a young team and this is not boding well for the future. This is not good. Not good. But it gets better. Phil Jackson said, I learned you don't change the spot on a leopard. And they're saying that, you know, on Twitter, they're saying Phil throwing shade at Carmelo. Stefan Bondi of the New York Daily News says, you can't change a leopard's spots, but you also don't have to give that leopard $124 million with a no-trade clause. Mr. Bondi, I definitely agree with that. 
And Phil knows Carmelo doesn't care about winning enough. But he also knew he couldn't change him. You know what? We're all glad that was cleared up. Because Phil says Carmelo can't be changed. The spots on this leopard aren't going to change. Now, he had a career-high 4.2 assists per game last year. This year, he's down to 2.9 assists per game, lowest since 2012-2013. And there is skepticism about Anthony's ability to be able to adhere to a winning NBA team's existing style of play. While not, you know, and, and while not getting his usual 20 to 85 shots a game. And this is something that's felt by a lot of teams around the league. And the Clippers were unconvinced Carmelo was worth it unless they merely swapped role players for him. And actually, the Knicks reached out to the Clippers, who listened but weren't willing to, to move Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, or DeAndre Jordan, which I agree with. Ah, yeah. And, and Jackson has been concerned for years that Carmelo's not possessing a winning mentality, despite he has the rare ability, like Michael and Kobe, to create his own shot. But you still gave him $124 million. And in the clutch this year, Carmelo ranks 158th in the league in plus-minus behind the Phillies' Hollis Thompson, which I know is a household name, and the Hawk, the Atlanta Hawks' Mike Muscala. He is, Carmelo is my A-Rod. He is my NBA A-Rod. He really is. He is. I, you know what? I love when Phil Jackson, I don't know, is this supposed to psych up Carmelo or get him like, you know, to do different things or change the program or something like that? Because it isn't working for me. I don't know what you want. You gave him a no trade clause and now you're trying to push him out of town by if you keep, you know, knocking him down. He can create his own shot. He doesn't really play defense. You know, Kevin Love last night made a pass, a three-quarter pass with uh, about 3.5 seconds left. Now now LeBron hit a uh, three-pointer and he called, did he, did he call up, uh, did he call backboard? But the pass was made by a guy that only one of, one of five guys can do that. He had 39 points last night. I think 12 rebounds last night. Love did in their one, what, 141-135 win over the Wizards in in D.C., which ended the Wizards' 17-game home winning streak. Seven in a row, seven-game winning streak also snapped last night. And the pass he makes love is not something that maybe four or five guys can do the league. He's a tremendous passer. He's, you know, he scored 39 last night. He's four years younger than Carmelo. Maybe he's not as fast in that respect, but... He's got a ring. Carmelo's been to one championship series final. I think he just likes, you know, he could have went somewhere else. He took all the money. And I think he's quite happy playing in New York. He doesn't care if he wins or anything. It's about his brand. And he'll make the Hall of Fame one year. And, you know, he'll make it. You know, he what, he went three Olympic gold medals. And, you know, he's the, the highest scorer in the Olympics. What did that do? Did, did it translate to anything on the floor? No. I just feel he's toxic. I felt A-Rob was toxic. I feel Carmelo's toxic. I was talking to uh, Ryan today. He's a guy I'm working with uh, at Philly Dickens University. He's a huge fan. Watch, even why he watched the whole game last night against Lakers. They're going to play. He watched the whole entire game. That's a fan. And he feels that they should just abandon ship and start all over again. Let, let the young guys build around Porzingis because right now they're destroying Porzingis. He's not helping. Carmelo's not helping his game. He's not making the team better. 
I say, I say, move on. I say, move on. You know, yeah, I was going to talk about the Jets, but I, I have to get this. Justin Gilbert, 2014, eighth pick in the draft, draft out of Oklahoma State, cornerback, by the by the Browns. Basically, he said he didn't even care. You know, he just doesn't have the work ethic or whatever. Gets traded to Pittsburgh this past year. Plays 12, 14 games. Mostly as a kick returner. Six kick returns for 112 yards in, four, in 14 games. And they just released him. You talk about the number eight pick in the draft. And everybody's like, you know, he's... Well, Joe Thomas, his former teammate on the Browns, summed it up on Twitter. If you don't like football... This is what he said. If you don't like if, if you don't like football, it doesn't matter how talented you are, your star will burn out quick. That's that hurts, but it's true. And you know, I mean, it's amazing how these guys come out and you hear stories about him that he really, you know, liked going out, liked having a good time, but he really wasn't putting the time in on the field and everything. It's amazing. You know, you get to that point, you've you've played your whole life, you get the dream job. I mean, guys would give the left arm and there's guys who are given the opportunity and they just, they don't want to do it. Maybe they're just burned out. I don't know. But Joe Thomas obviously spent a couple of years with him and said uh, the, the fire, the passion, whatever you want to call it, wasn't there. And Niners hire Kyle Shanahan. Jed York said one of the brightest minds in the game. Hey, he's got to sell tickets. He's got to get the fans getting excited. But when your team loses a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, you have to do some damage control. And Belichick at his press conference yesterday said, we're five weeks behind in the 2017 season to most teams in the league. That guy is ready to rock and roll all the time. All the time, Belichick. He's like, hey, you know, we missed the All-Star games. We now have to get rid of the, ready for the combine, the draft, free agency. You'll be fine, Bill. You know what? I think... I think a lot of teams would be happy to be five weeks behind after winning a Super Bowl. That's just me. That's just me. Now, Kyle Shanahan, gone from the Falcons, and Steve Sarkeesian is now the new offensive coordinator. Not too shabby. Gets fired from USC 2015. He's drunk at a Boosters event. Loses his job. Gets hired as a consultant by Saban with the with Alabama this year. Then Kiffin leaves for Florida Atlantic. And you know what? Sarkeesian gets to coach, get to be the offensive coordinator at the championship game, which they lost to Clemson. And then, so one game back, goes from USC, he disgraces himself, loses the job. Well, he had a problem. Now, obviously, he got better. And usually, you know, it takes a while to get back. No, he goes right from there to Alabama. Alabama thinks so highly of him that they let Saban puts him in as the offensive coordinator in the championship game. And then he goes from there to the Falcons who just won the Super Bowl. Now, most guys would have a situation like what happened to USC. It would take years to get back. No, he just bounced right back. And a lot of guys have have to be grumbling about that. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, wow, man. You get you you have the golden ticket at USC. You screw that up. Someone you get a golden parachute at, at Alabama, and now you're with the Falcons. He must have a damn good agent. <laughs> I just wow. Now more money was bet on the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Li, Li as I like to call it, 
at Nevada Sportsbook than any other Super Bowl in history. I think it goes up every year now. Nevada uh, Books won over ten million, almost $11 million off a record $138.48 million. Beat last year's record of $132.54 million. And, the, and Nevada Gaming Control Board has been tracking wagering on Super Bowl since 1991. The state's regulated sports book have come out ahead 25 of the 27 Super Bowls. I, th- I think they always come out ahead, usually. The books are up a net 100, basically $174 million on the Super Bowl during that span. $174 million. I'll take 1% of that. I'll take half a percent. Not too shabby. I think you, I think you usually lose against these guys, right? Usually you lose. Wow. And the Jets, hey, they brought in a new guy, the defensive tackle that claimed off waivers, Mike Pinnell from the Packers, suspended twice last season for substance abuse, beginning of the season and the end of the season. Undrafted free agent played eight games, had a sack, forced fumble and 40 tackles in three seasons with the Packers, played eight games as a backup this past year. Now this is the thing. The Jets, March 9th is free agency. They could cut Ryan Clady, save $10 million. Uh, Giacomini is $4.5 million. And linebacker Aaron Henderson, $2.6 million. They take $17 million off the books. Now, Revis is due $15 million plus a $2 million roster bonus due March 11th. They cut him. They saved $9.3 million. Now, he's guaranteed $6 million this year. But I heard uh, McCagnan is interested in maybe moving him to safety. Now, he'd have to take a pay cut. But I think, I think Revis said he's not done. Then you have Nick Mangold, $9 million in savings if they cut him. David Haver, $6.5 million they can save. Brandon Marshall, $7.5 million. And Eric Decker, $5.75 million. Now, Marshall or Decker are going, not both. But Decker just came off surgery, and Marshall came off one of his worst seasons. And the cornerbacks on the market this year, you've got uh, Stephon Gilmore, uh, A.J. Boye from the Texans, who had a really good season. Uh, Tremaine Johnson from the Rams and Logan Ryan from the Super Bowl champion Patriots and a Rutgers alum. Also, they're pursuing former Seahawks offensive coordinator Jeremy Bates as quarterback coach. He's 40 years old. He's been out of the league since 2012 when he was the Bears quarterback coach. And listen, it's Pinnell's 25 years old, so he's still young, 6'4", 332. That's a lot of, cover a lot of ground. Now, Bates was the Jets' QB coach under Herm Edwards in 2005. He knows John Warren because they worked together at USC. Also, three years with Mike Shanahan and three years with Gruden with Tampa Bay. He spent uh, three years with Shanahan with the Broncos. Also, uh, this gets me nervous, the Jets doing extensive work on Clemson Clemson quarterback Deshaun Watson. Uh, Sources say they fear that Hackenberg and Petty are not franchise quarterbacks. Well, I can't really give. I saw Petty play a couple games, and I wasn't I wasn't impressed with anything he did. But you know, only played a couple games, and then he got hurt. But Hackenberg, I thought his best year was a freshman year at Penn State. I thought he went downhill after that. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, the, hey, Jets, just just nuts, just nuts. Jets are just nuts. Now the Nets were actually back in the game. They're down by nine going into the fourth quarter. And I, I love, oh, well. UConn has won 98 straight, the women's team. 98, they won 96-49 tonight. I love checking them by quarters. Okay, they were up 28-7 after one. 49-22 at the end of two. Good God. 30, wait, wow. 
They were up 21, 27, 47 after three. 47 after three. Unbelievable. 96-49. I don't think anybody's... Nafisa Collier had 24 points. Shanice Johnson had 20 for Cincinnati. 96-49. You have 28-7 after a period. And I love women's game that they go quarters. I think the men's game should do the same thing. I like the quarters. This half-half, I like the quarters. It's like they're in the fourth quarter. NBA's four quarters. What's this half crap? All right. Now, Pelicans have pursued Brooke Lopez in potential trade to land the center. This was uh, yesterday. And they're playing the Hornets. They're down by nine points. We'll see what happens. They have not... They haven't won. I think I think they I I if I'm if I stand correct. I don't think they've won. Yeah, they won at home. They have not won on the road in 2017. They got their first win in 2017, but they have not won on the road. Scared nine and forty-two. Wow. Yanks, how about this? Tanaka got a clean bill of health. He's going to throw off the mound tomorrow. Also, they are going to arbitration with Patances. They will not settle. Yankees are offering $3 million. Patances wants $5 million. The arbitration hearing is February 17th. 73 appearances this year. 3-6, and six, 308 ERA, 126 Ks in 73 innings. And Mark Deshera is joining ESPN as an analyst. Announcement was supposed to come today. Expected to work in the studio. And they signed today the National League home run Winner for 2016, Chris Carter plays first base DH left field from the Brewers last year. He had 41 tied Nolan Arenado for 41 home runs last year. One year, they said 3.5 million. 30 years old. He played 160 games last year. 41 home runs, 94 RBIs, 222 batting average, 321 on base per, uh, on base percentage, and 499 slugging. But he also led the National League with 206 strikeouts, 45. We're going to figure out where he's going to get some bats. Uh, bats right, throws right. They're saying Matt, Holl- Matt Holiday could uh, get some play in the outfield. One, somebody said he expected a big year from him. We shall see. And I, I like this. Gary Sanchez will not play for Dominican Republic in the World Baseball Classic. He had initially committed, he, and he said he wants a full spring training with the Yanks. Good for you, man. Gary Sanchez, hey, listen. I know you love your home countries, and I thought it was a good move. You want to get ready for the season. In the long run, what's going to pay your bills? Playing for the Yankees. Smart move. Do what you have to do. You did it. Done. Good thing. LeBron said uh, pushing for Carmelo, even if it means trading Kevin Love. That's what it said in New York Daily News. He said it was garbage, trash, whatever you want to call it. And the Kings are not trading DeMarcus Cousins. GM Vlade Divac said, we hope to have Cousins here for a long time. And uh, Russ, Russell Westbrook last night, 27, 18 rebounds, 9 assists, but he missed back-to-back threes in the final possession. OKC lost to the Pacers, 93-90. OKC fell to 13-23. Pacers improved to 29-22. Raptors beat the Clippers last night. Blake Griffin had a triple-double, 26 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. But the Clippers lost 118-109. DeMar DeRosa came back. He had an ankle problem, 31 points. 
Clippers improved to 31 and 21. Toronto uh, fell at 31 and 21. Toronto improved to 32 and 21. They're playing some good ball up there. You know, uh, the Raptors. I still I think the Cavs are the cream of the crop. Cavaliers won last night. They improved to 35 and 15. Washington fell to 30 and 21. Kyrie Irving at 11 of his 23 in overtime. I said LeBron that banked in. It was out of control that shot. LeBron had. 32 points and a career-high 17 assists. He fouled out 47 seconds into overtime. First time he'd been uh, a disqualification since January 2014. Bradley Beal, 41 points, 8 assists, missed a game-tying 3 in OT with 5 seconds left. Cavs are 5-1 the last 6. And James is now the first player in NBA history in the top 20 in points, which he's 8th, assists he's 13th, and steals he's 20th. As I said, Love at 39-12. and 12. And James said, uh, Carmelo, two calves, trash. And love on Instagram, a quote from Winston Churchill, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to put its pants on. Hey, you know what, Kevin Love? That's deep, but good deep. I like that. And today, 30 years ago, Michael Jordan took, took flight from the free throw line as part of his epic slam dunk contest. 30, you give me that 30 years ago, man. And DeMarcus Cousins, hey, he got suspended. He got hit 16 technical last night. He had, uh, he felt the, he was. He was held by Dwayne Wade. They didn't call it. He got pissed off. They lost 112-107 at Sacramento. He had, I mean, DeMarcus got 18 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. Wade led the Bulls with 31. Bulls improved to 26-26. and 26. Sacramento fell to 20-32. and 32. The game was in Sacramento. Also, he was fined 25000 for making an inappropriate statement and gesture after leaving floor after the Kings had beaten Golden State on Saturday night, 109-106. He's a hothead, man. Talented, more talented as Pinky than I have in my whole goddamn body, but he's a little bit of a hothead. And the Bruins fired head coach Claude Julian with the team one point out of the last playoff spot in the East, had a franchise rec- record, 419 wins in 10 seasons. Assistant coach Bruce Cassidy takes over. As interim head coach, Julian led the Bruins to the 2011 Stanley Cup, first title since 72, seven games over the Canucks. 2013 took them to the Cup again. They lost to the Blackhawks in sixth game. Fourth head coach fired this year, Ken Hitchcock from the Blues, Gerard Gallant from the Panthers, and Jack Capuano from the Isles. He won the Jack Adams Trophy as coach of the year in 2008-2009, Julian did. Contract, he had a year and a half left, $2.5 million this year, $3 million next year. Longest, he was the longest active tenured coach in the NHL. What have you done for me lately? Ten years, and they just, man, I'll tell you, man. They said it's, they said it'd been in the works, but still. I mean, he wins the Stanley Cup. I'll tell you, only guy who has job security, I think, anymore is uh, Belichick. I think that's it. I don't think, you know, hey, all bets are off. I mean, yeah. Goddamn. Wow. And Baylor lost last night. Uh, women's number two Baylor lost at home to number 11 Texas, 85-79. Ended their 21-game winning streak for Baylor. Texas has won 17 in a row. Baylor's first home loss in nearly three years. How about that? Maryland is playing Penn State tonight. Yeah, I want to check out that score. NCAA basketball. Penn State beat Maryland 70-64. They were going for their sixth straight win on the road a 
conference, six straight conference win on the road for the first time ever. They've never won more than five in a row, a five straight conference game. Last time was 2001-2002, national championship season. Well, they were, now they're 20-4, and 8-3, and three, and Penn State was coming off a home loss to Rutgers, 70-68. Penn State improved to 13-12, and 5-7 and seven in the conference. Maryland starts three freshmen and two seniors. They had been 6-0 and on the road, 2-0 and on neutral courts, tied with number one Gonzaga for best road record. All that out the window. How about that? And I love, you know what I love? Louisville goes to number four in the, in the poll. They go play UVA on Monday. Number, new number four. They're playing number 12 UVA. UVA goes on a 22-5 second half run. Boom. 71-55 over Louisville. UV, UVA improves to 18-5, and 8-3. and three. Uh, For Virginia, London Perantis at 18. And freshman VJ King at a career-high 24 for the Cardinals. Cardinals fall to 19-5, 7-4. And and but it's funny. You get to this. I had all this stuff to, I wrote this this morning about Maryland, and then poof, they lose at Penn State. That hurts, man. I thought, you know, I, I, and I, you know it's funny. They've never won six in a row on the road. Well, it's not happening today. Not, and they've only lost two games. Now it's three games since November 29th by a total of three points. Make that now a total of uh, three games by a total of nine points. They lost to Purdue 73-72 on Saturday. Not good. Not good at all. Hey, and there is a new Air Jordan 1 retro golf shoe coming February 10th. If you play golf, why not Why not look as good as uh, Michael Jordan does, right? I mean, that's a good idea. I think so. Chip Kelly, could it be the new Bama offensive coordinator? How about Mark Helfrich, the former uh, Oregon head coach? Nick Saban needs somebody. I would love Chip Kelly to be the Bama offensive coordinator. I would love it. And Army suspends defensive coordinator Jay Bateman two weeks. Also fined twenty five thousand. That's the max penalty under league bylaws. He accepted leaked inf- info from the Wake Forest radio announcer Tommy Elrod, and an internal f- investigation found him and former assistant Ray McCartney accepted non public info and took actions to conceal the info and its source. He also has to attend ethics train an ethics training program. I think a lot of schools would have got rid of him. I'm impressed that Army said, hey, you know, we'll, we'll stick it out with you. And new, how about this? The African-American high school coaches in New Orleans are considering boycotting LSU in response to how, how Ed Ogeron, Ogeron, the new head coach, handled uh, the motion of the running back coach, uh, Jabbar Jaluk. He was reassigned within the program on February 2nd, the day after the signing date. And that is a fertile market. Now, there's trying to, he's trying to get someone else in there, but... Hey, come on, dude. You do not mess. That, that That's your prime area. He just got the job. I'll tell you, man. You just got the job. You piss off the local coaches, man. You're in trouble. There's a lot of coaches that pissed off local coaches and nobody would talk to them. They have to, they had to repair that with the with the local. Those, some coaches won't even let their kids talk to certain schools. You piss them off. It's over. And how about this? Georgia defensive line coach Tracy Rocker is no longer with the team. He got into an argument with the mother of five-star defensive line recruit. This is via scout.com. Mother of uh, defensive lineman Aubrey Solomon, who is not coming to Georgia. Now, Rocker's been with the team since January 28, 2014. So he was part of the Mark Richt era. Now, there's only one guy left now, Kevin Scherer. 
Rocker was in the first year of a two-year deal worth about 5 to 25 k per year. He wasn't known as a great recruiter, but, you know, they said he held his own, known for the development of the young Georgia defensive line that played well as the season went on in 2016. But, man, something must have happened with the mom or something that pissed him off. Right? I mean, something must have been like, this isn't working. Just, I, I found some of the stories today just fascinating. I was like, wow, people pissed off. And the Rangers signed 12-year vet, first baseman DH Mike Napoli via MLB.com. Set career high in home runs, 34 RBIs, 101 with Cleveland last year. It was on one-year deal. He signs a one-year deal this year with the Rangers. Career high, 150 games last year, too. And he was kind of expendable because they signed Edward and, and Carcion earlier this offseason. Now, Napoli has played for the Rangers 2011-2012, and during the 2015 season, he was acquired in an August trade with the Red Sox, with the Sox, who had their parade today. And uh, Gronk caught a, caught a beer, chugged it, and then slammed it down. So I guess he's having a good time, right? They were on the duck boats. Having the time of their lives, folks. Time of their lives. Nova is going to win again. Florida won today. Kentucky's up big in the second half. And the Nets are only down three. Only down three. Who's playing well tonight? Uh, Brooke Lopez is 11. Bogdanovich is 14 so far. Booker off the bench, 10 points, 12 assists. Isaiah Whitehead is is back in the second unit. Nine points, five assists. Kilpatrick has three points. And Karis Lavert has not got into the game. Down three. Could they pull it out? I don't know. Kemba Walker. Only 12 points tonight. Man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, but this is pretty cool. Clarissa, Clarissa Shields. First American boxer to defend her Olympic gold medal. She won the women's middleweight tournaments at the 2012 and 2016 games. She's 1-0. She's going to take on Hungary's Zilvia Sunset Zabatos. 15-8, 6Ks, a former world title challenger. March 10th in a six-round middleweight main event of Showtime Showbox. It's going to be for a regional belt. It's going to take place at the MGM Grand in Detroit Event Center in Detroit, Michigan, not far from uh, Shields' hometown of Flint. She is the first women's fight to headline a boxing card on premium cable. She said his dream come true. She said it'll be a historic night for boxing and for all women who give so much to advance our sport. Pretty cool, you know? I saw her fight. I saw her fight. She went 77 and won as a amateur. And I watched her four-round decision against amateur rival uh, Fershone Cruz. Also made her pro debut. She won a unanimous decision. That was on the Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev undercard. It was, it was a pretty good fight. She can hit, man. We shall see. But how about that? She is a headliner. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Now, I'm a little excited. A little trivia question. 
last podcast trivia question. Which Big Ten school has never made the NCAA basketball tournament? Northwestern has been playing since 1904, has never made the NCAA tournament. They made the NIT 2008 through 2012. This year could be different. I know they got knocked out of the top 25, but things could be a changing. Tonight's question, most sacks for a season by an NFL team. Most sacks for a season by an NFL team. Folks, thanks. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.